Wow. <laughs> I didn't know. No, always wait such a like a beat before you say hello. <laughs> hello. And then I'm like, should I say it? Who's going to say it first? This. We did not discuss this beforehand. No. I just said I'll press the buttons, and that's as far as we go. <laughs> not a scripted podcast, just so you know, a little behind the scenes of Age of Geek here. But yes, this is Age of Geek, the podcast, hey. part of Age of Geek Media. We've got a whole bunch of other podcasts that you need to check out as well, whatever suits your fancy. We are so excited to be here tonight to talk about The Witcher Season 3, Part 1. We even brought in one of our favorite people to talk to us about it. Talk with us about it. (laughs) Syntax, man, it's hard. We have Stephanie Alexander. Say hello, Steph. Hello. So good to be here. Yes. Yes. Happy to have you. It's been, what, two years since season two of The Witcher came out? Three years? No, it's been at least two, if not maybe like a year and a half. Okay. Mm. Yeah, two, something like that. No, I'm going to have to look this up. Mm-hmm. I totally had to do some recap on season two because I forgot a bunch of what had happened. Oh, it came, it came out. That's not right. At the end of 2021. That's okay. Right. So like a year and a half. You're right. Yeah. And we also have gotten the news that uh, Henry Cavill not going to be returning as uh, Geralt. Well, let's, let's talk about that for a second because they announced this like before obviously before season three came out mm-hmm. and i think it really put a huge dampener on everybody's excitement for for season three yes I, no? yeah i agree with that and i actually found out um that the cast they found out about uh henry cavill's replacement the day before it was announced to the world so like it was a big shock to them as well it's not like they brought in Liam Hemsworth to do like what do they call it chemistry tests with the ca- other characters. They're just like, hey, this is, this is what's up. This is happening. Yeah, I don't know if it put a damper on this season so much as it's put a damper on the series going future. forward, the future of it. The fans are not happy <laughs> to say the no. least. No, and well, I really don't have anything against Liam Hemsworth, but I don't want him to be Geralt. Yeah, we just, we have such a, like, we've gotten such a great Geralt. I mean, even looking back on seasons one and two, like, we just, there were some really awesome, solid moments with this character. And played, especially played by somebody who knows and loves the character as well. Like, you Mm -hmm. can just tell that he is getting into it. I don't know. I guess I just, I, in talking with a couple people too, like, in um you know with season three that was coming up um a little bit about a month ago um i kind of was like oh are you gonna watch it you know are you excited for witcher season three and 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 both people like their reactions were like oh yeah i just i just don't know if i'm that excited because after this season it's not gonna be henry cavill so i just don't even know if it's worth it to watch season three right and as much as we love yennefer and siri I, I think Geralt is the heart and soul of this program. Yeah. Oh, totally. Well, this program. <laughs> yeah. And I think that also leads into like why Henry Cavill has said he's leaving. Like he loves the source material, right? And he fought for a lot of the source material like stuff. And so with him leaving too, you kind of wonder like, where are they going to go? Because part of the reasons he left was like the creative differences between the team and him and what like he wanted to do with the character. So it's kind of like, well, from what I understood, I might be wrong, but um, so it's kind of what like, I heard too. Yeah. How, how far off are we going to go? How, what's, yeah. What, what are we going to, what are we going to see? Well, and I think, uh, I think people, some people shy away from high fantasy type um, TV shows and books and stuff. But there's a lot because there's a lot of richness to it. It's not just like you're following one character. You're following multiple characters with multiple backstories and multiple mythology that goes along with it. So it's heavy. But I think that also brings so such good storytelling. And it does make some of the other characters really cool and really interesting. And more than just one dimensional. So, yeah. 
I'm not sure. I, uh, I guess I'll give Liam a chance. I don't know though. Like I, that's the thing is like, I, we need to see it still. Well, like we have, point, obviously there's no trailers or anything for yeah. season four. And so like, until we get to that point and like see him in full costume, I cannot picture it. Even though there are people out there who've, you know, gotten into their Photoshopness and, and made, you know, taken Liam Hemsworth's face and put it on Henry Cavill's body as Witcher. And it's kind of like this, this doesn't look right, you know? And so it's like, until we actually see the, like the actual person in this role, I don't believe it. I just well, don't. And at this point, none of us, none of the three of us have watched uh, part two of the witcher release mm -hmm. so we don't know if it episode eight ends with like a thor like scenario where like the power of Geralt goes to <laughs> another human which might make sense like might like work for us but just like doing a whole like uh fresh prince of bel-air vivi and viv switcheroo and not mention there that you're changed the actor I think that's exactly what they're going to oh, do. Oh, no. I think it's just going to be straight up like, oh, no. here's season four. Okay, Kitty, you need to go. I um, also, like, I'm worried that they're going to, like we said, the, the rest of the cast didn't know, right? Which leads me to believe that the rest of the cast is coming back, which leads me to believe that we're kind of staying in the same storyline. Yeah. Which concerns me because I was like, if if we were like, okay, season, you know, one, two, and three is the, seasons one, two, and three is like the first witcher saga and then you know starting season four with liam hemsworth was like maybe a different story or a different like portion of Geralt's life or whatever like okay maybe it's a strong maybe but maybe but if you're bringing the rest of the cast back and you're expecting me to believe that liam hemsworth is henry cavill's character right i'm gonna have netflix you're making some bad decisions here um including not paying your writers or giving residuals. So uh, you've heard it. You heard it here first. Just kidding. You've heard it from a lot of different sources. We want Henry Cavill back and you need to pay people better. That's all we want in life. Just those yeah. two things. We need, <laughs> we need our television back. So we need you to do better. <laughs> I know before, before we started recording while we were waiting for this stuff, me and this stuff were talking about how, um, like, that's the thing is like, there's no like new stuff coming out, at least not anytime sooner. You know, a lot of things have been put on hold. And so I'm like, well, this is the perfect time to like catch up on your backlog. You know, if you have some like old shows that you just haven't gotten around to yet, or maybe there's only like a season or two or something like this is the time to catch up. So I'm trying to like find, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel or the, the sunshine. What is the phrase? I can't the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, I'm like the sunshine, the, lining. the bright side of the thing. That's whatever you know. The what silver, I mean. yeah, the silver lining. The silver lining. You guys know what I'm trying to say. Because yeah, it obviously sucks for those people, and I I wish for them to be able to be compensated and for what they deserve. But at the same time, it's like, what about our TV shows and movies? <laughs> well, that's what. Um, who is it? Is it Paul Rudd or no? It's uh, uh, the Hulk. What's his name? Mark Ruffalo. Jeez, that was such a big brain fart. I know who Mark Ruffalo is. He's telling people to start doing more indie stuff instead mm -hmm. of working with the big networks. So it'd be it'll be interesting to see if like next Sundance Film Festival is just filled with famous big big ass celebrities and I hope so. smaller movies. Yeah, that'd so. be really cool. I'm here for it. As much as I love my Marvel stuff, I I, I want to see like Mark Ruffalo and Chris Evans and even RDJ in these in the different types of stories. I've always loved the independent movies because they're but they're harder to find. So I hope that they get bigger because if more if bigger named actors were behind them, right, it would be easier to find. Maybe we'll have to do AOG at Sundance this year and we can make up for the time Marley and I tried to go to Sundance oh in college <laughs> and ended up watching a weird movie about uh, space tourism and in never even Russia. Like it was like based in Russia and never made it up to like Park City, Park City to where all the cool <laughs> stuff was going on. We were 
in the we middle were at, of Global we Canyon were, and got snowed out. We were at literal Sundance, like the <laughs> resort. <laughs> we didn't know. We were young. We were so dumb. Anyway. Yeah, and then we got stuck in the snowy canyon. And then by the time we got out, we were all so hungry. We went to Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> Positive, right? Yeah. <laughs> back to the Witcher. Oh, Witcher. <laughs> we'll bring it. We'll bring it right back. Okay, so what so what do you guys what did you guys think of these first five episodes? What was your initial reaction? Well, episode one was uh, part of it was very very sweet and cute when they start having their whole family time together and like they um, meaning Geralt, Yennefer, Yennefer and Ciri. And Ciri. Okay. okay, although how old is Ciri supposed to be? Who knows? Sixteen. Yeah. I guess she is Elvin, and that 15? like totally messes up age as well. I, but she does like she's she's at least like be 23 or 24 in real life but she definitely looks older than like she definitely looks like she's in her 20s she doesn't look very childish i guess and so i'm like yennefer and Geralt are raising this young adult which is fine too it's very cute well yeah but at the same well, time like they have training they, her, not just raising her that is true yeah but they also have their eternal youth, so. That's true. <laughs> well, sort of, not Geralt, but he also lives longer. I don't really know do the lore witchers behind live longer? that, but. They do. Yeah, but I'm like, I, I'm pretty sure I heard something about that, but. But, like, even, like, yeah, mages, I mean, they can do, they can make themselves look like whatever they want. <laughs> well, and we know that Yennefer will never be able to have kids from that scarring, horrific scene from season one. So yeah. at this point, it is kind of cute to see Yennefer kind of having a mother-like role. Mm -hmm. Well, and they even make that comment. Um, she finally got to be a mom. Yeah, yeah. What's her name? I'm like forgetting all the names. Tessaya. Tessaya. Yes. Yeah. She she makes that comment, and that I thought that was actually pretty heartwarming, you know. And I I loved those scenes though in the first episode where they're yeah kind of playing family and traveling around and stuff like I was like i want more of this please just like let's keep doing this <laughs> well not first how Geralt wouldn't talk to um uh yennefer and but you see like his heart start to soften a little bit while they're like ice skating and whatnot it's for like cute. leaving notes and stuff yeah, yeah i thought that was fun i feel like is yennefer Geralt's end game i'm jumping ahead because like soulmates you mean like, yeah like Okay, episode five gives us a little, like, some juicy stuff with the two of them. Yeah. Um, so I don't, yeah, I just. I think in the show, yes. In the books, that's not quite the. I haven't read enough yet, okay. but what I have read, Yennefer doesn't even exist. <laughs> <laughs> but I have, I have heard that she does exist. I have heard that they've hold her character out more for this but i like i said i haven't read it so i'm not gonna i can't say yes or no <laughs> there's not one specific <laughs> it seems from so far up is he a player in the books uh in the books i've only read one and a half books and there are okay, okay. <laughs> there's so many books i haven't read the books also only the, the books i've read have been the short stories ones i haven't read the actual like big chunk of story I mean, that's more from, than me. <laughs> they pull from both for the shows, so. Yeah, I've only played, like, a little bit of um, Witcher 3, the video game. Well, um, we know how well. these big networks like to deal with video games where they have the source material and then they like to continue on with their own stuff. So it's just, uh, it's more of a guideline, not a rule. <laughs> I do think there is a lot of the book influence um, from what books I've read. Um, there is quite a heavy influence from the books, which I think is a good thing. Well, and that was one of, isn't that one of the things too, that um, Henry Cavill was so like adamant about was he's like, no, like I want this to be adapted from the books. Like, mm -hmm. and, and was, I swear, like I heard like a thing like a long time ago, it was back when season one had come out that they were like, yeah, um, he would stop filming sometimes to make sure that it's like, no, 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 no. It's supposed to be this way. The book. And he has like the book in his hand yeah, kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> and he also fought for like, I guess there are specific lines. I couldn't tell you which ones, but he actually pulls 
he would pull the book out and like kind of shift the line to be the actual line from the book. I love that. I love I do that. Too. That's what makes it so good. You know, <laughs> and that's what I think, like, especially season one, that's, I think that's what made season one so good and so like loved. And then season two, I, I feel like a lot of fans and I'm kind of speaking, you know, generally, obviously, um, cause this is not everybody thinks this way, but a lot of, a lot of people weren't in, as impressed with season two mm-hmm. and, and partly it's, maybe it's because of, you know, they, the producers decided to go in a little bit different directions with things from the source material, but also like maybe just quality wise, I'm not totally sure where it went wrong. Cause like, I, I don't know. I still enjoyed season two. I love season two. Um, one of my favorite episodes so far, like in the whole series is in episode, it's in season two. The training stuff in season two is super fun. And is. super like there has to be with all the depth of the story, some lightheartedness. Mm-hmm. And I think he saw that uh, season two was good, but I am really digging season three. My thoughts on episode one and two were if they did fantastic beats better and darker with more F words, that would be what this movie or TV show is. Cause that's what, this is a tangent, but like, that's what fantastic beats. The movies was lacking is lots of beasts you folk the movies focus on like one or two different beasts and we've seen several different monsters in this that he has to fight and so yeah i think it's been fun to see their them in action and see different types of monsters and whatnot so similarly like to you were talking about the training i like that we're seeing series development we're seeing her like figure out like she like episode was it when they're on the boat oh yeah yeah Four, I think three or four yeah but yeah oh yeah uh four she you know I think it's this creature and she's right and then she yeah. basically takes it out we see he's there Geralt's there to kind of back her up if she needs anything but he's kind of there to just let her mm-hmm. he lets her do it she, yeah so yeah because she she's got to figure it out on her own Mm-hmm. And I kind of love that Siri isn't just perfect at everything. She has to really work, especially at her magic. And there's even parts where she thinks she's doing magic and it's Yennefer doing it for her in the background. But she catches it too. Luckily, like, I do appreciate that she's aware. Like, she's yeah. like, oh, I did it. And then she turns around and she's like, oh, I didn't. Right. <laughs> uh, and then we have um, Haskier come in. Haskier. Yes. Into the season. And he is super fun. We love him. Oh yeah. He's just, he's like that comedic relief. I mean, that's the little, very, it's very typical of like a bard, you know, like they're always just so, like, so fun loving. Um, I know I, it, that same, that same scene we were talking about where Siri was um, talking about like the sea monster that they'll probably encounter. Like right before that, when they first like met up, her and Geralt like walked up and found him there and he's like, Oh, how are your lessons going? And, and they're just like, oh, well, we haven't really been doing, you know, a lot of lessons. And he's like, no, no, no. We're talking about smiling lessons for you. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, he just sits there and just like glares at them mm. both. <laughs> Gives a grunt. I love it. I love it so much. I just, yeah, just the the dynamics and the relationships with all the different characters. Yes, um, with an uncle. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, okay. Okay, keep going, Mar. Sorry. Well, well, then there was also that scene too that I also um, I think it was in that same episode later on where um, Yennefer and Geralt were like talking and they're like, <laughs> "Give us a minute," you know. And then um, Yaskir and uh, Siri go over here and they're like pretending like they're saying what they think they're saying, and you like see them in the distance. I thought I was laughing throughout that scene. <laughs> I read that um, that's in the books, and they were going to cut that out, but. The actor for Yaskier was like, no, you have to keep that in. So. I'm really going to have to read that set of books. <laughs> I just haven't gotten to them yet. He is the lightheartedness. Did you feel like when they were playing cards and stuff that they were kind of shipping him and Siri? No. No. Okay. I, I kind of felt like they were. And then he started having sex with the other dude. So like, I was like, I'm glad that's, I don't want that to happen. That was where I, I like I was gonna go there next with the fun with the fun uncle. Like just he's there to take care of her. He they're they're playing the game and she's like, I'm tired. And he says, Okay. And you know that he's gonna be up all night and it's gonna be a long night for him because he doesn't really wanna be there. Right. He wants to be at the party. 
but <laughs> he wasn't invited to <laughs> but he's like okay that's fine like you go to sleep i'll watch out for you mm-hmm. and then yeah. he walks away but so. I know, I know. I am kind of worried, like, while he's having fun with his little buddy, if uh, something's going to happen with Siri, because episode five ends and you don't really see what happens with Siri, because five is all about Yennefer and Geralt. Well, of, I also made a thing that maybe Yaskier walking, they, they were, like, luring Yaskier away, so. That's, yeah, yeah that, that's what I was just going to touch on as well. I'm like, my my theory is that they, that that prince, uh, Rat, Radivir? Yeah. Radovid. Radovid. Um, I I don't think he's genuine in his intentions at all. I think he is luring Yaskir away and trying to get like in his good graces kind of thing and distract him. And I don't know if they're necessarily going after Siri, but it might be to lure Yaskir away for some reason. And get him to do but we something. Didn't think they are going after Siri because well, but there's like that spell, so I don't know if they can yeah. even get get That's to her. So I'll maybe they're taking so him away. I do feel like everyone. I don't know. You're Siri though, so well, that's they like are. the end yeah. goal. Exactly. So I don't know. I I definitely don't think. I don't think Prince Radovid has true intentions Mm-mm. towards our cute little Yaskir. Yeah, who we want to protect. Yes, he's precious. Let the bard live. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so kind of, I, I, I did want to touch on stuff. You had stuff. You're this way. <laughs> you had kind of, you know, talked about some of like the monsters and like kind of some of the action scenes. I, I actually kind of feel like these first five episodes of volume one lacked in action. I, I kind of wish there were more fighting scenes. The first scene like in there the was first a lot of episode is Geralt cutting someone's like head off. Yeah, I want more of that. That's I what I'm saying. Like, we need I, more. I agree with Marley because I, I've gone after I watched the first five episodes, I went back and restarted seasons one and two again because I love The Witcher and I can't get enough of it. And so I was like, well, I'm going to restart it. <laughs> and I forgot just how many. like there was a different monster and a different like action like fight scene in every episode Mm -hmm. and we've gotten a few really good ones and i'm not gonna say they're not good they're fantastic but we also know that they're capable of so much more because we've already seen it and this the first five episodes have been there's been a lot more politicking we've seen a lot more of politicking than we have like Geralt and siri fighting yeah isn't bad. I like both, but it just seems, it seems a little stilted's not the right word, but I can't come up with the right word. A little, it's, it's not balanced for yeah. one thing. Yeah. Like I, I have feel to like lay a lot of groundwork to <laughs> set up uh, all the stories between the mages, the stories with the elves, the Which stories. Me Cause we only have three more episodes. Yeah. And that's where I, that's my next thing we were talking about earlier is I'm worried that we're not going to wrap up in three episodes because they don't really want it to, but it's gonna be. I hope the next three episodes aren't wah wah. Oh, with just how much they do have to do. I um, sorry, my cat is very distracting. He like he's, he's so is, needy tonight. He is demanding cuddles. Like I kid you not. But I was gonna make a comment back to episode one. Um, I really liked that fight scene that was all that was shot in all in one take. Like all one shot where they went like all the different angles. I thought that was so cool. And they even featured that. that. I think there's like a behind the scenes thing showing a little bit more about that. Oh, good. It was so, yeah. I just think, I just love that they, the producers and everybody, like they try to make, you know, cause yeah, there's a lot of high fantasy stuff. There's a lot of this kind of stuff, but just to try to make it unique um, and to stand out. Um, amongst all the other shows that are out there. Um, you know, I feel like, I feel like Witcher does do a good job of that as best they can just to try to make it different. I mean, even season one with how the timing was like all over the place and you don't realize it until like halfway through that you're like, wait, wait, this is not, this is not as it seems (laughs) or or whatever that. (laughs) Things are not as they seem. With the bard sing in episode five. Yes. But, but yeah, no, I had like that same like thought. Even in that uh, episode five, when they're at the party, I was like, 
okay, they're doing something unique yeah. here to keep us on our toes. I loved that episode. I did too. I thought it was really interesting. I liked seeing all the little different pieces and everything kind of come together. Because it was, it was a little weird how the first time when Geralt and Yennefer are going to the party and, and then they make basically make the rounds and then it ends. I was like, that can't be it. Right. That can't be all. I'm like, no, I want more of the party. That sounded cool. <laughs> <laughs> there was supposed to be a lot that was happening. You know, we, we kind of were building up to this party. It was, I thought that was a really well done. Mm-hmm. Well done. Um, well, and actually, so I was watching with my husband, Jason, and he, he actually had an interesting theory, like partway through the episode when it kind of played through the the party again and we're kind of like wait what he kind of had an interesting theory that uh because you could see the big giant like magic ring up in the air above them and he's like are they stuck in a time loop he's like is this groundhog day and i was like well now that would be an interesting twist on things yeah i wondered if it was a time loop mm-hmm. too and they were going to redo it over and over yeah again. and and try like different like to get different outcomes but then as they kept going and they kept um Revealing you know adding more, more of the dialogue i was like oh no 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 i see what's going on here but that still would have been really cool with like a groundhog day thing it would have been cool the way they did it because they're like peeling back the layers right we're able to like focus more on each individual scenario like each time we're focusing on a different portion of the party so you kind of get a clearer like full picture because oh I know what happens I know what's happening with Geralt and Yennefer over here so I can focus here on mm-hmm. on Tess because I don't have to worry about over here so I liked mm-hmm. that because there was a lot that happened at that party <laughs> right yes and you get to see Geralt say he loves you to Yennefer it was so sweet. It I know. I just loved their, I loved their whole dynamic at that party. Like you could just tell that they were like, they were in sync. That's exactly what, you know, they had a purpose, you know, they have their mission that they're trying to find who this rogue mage is. And they think, they think it's Stregbor. And of course this is obviously spoilers. Like we can talk spoilers in this, okay, you know, spoilers the whole time. I know, yeah. I know. Um, <laughs> But like now I'm going to go a little more detailed, you know, so they think they think it's Stregobor because, I mean, they have good, very, very good reason to think it's him, especially with the other stuff that happened in the earlier episodes of season three with uh, the young girl. Uh, what was her name? Tezen? Oh, uh, Tevin? Tevin? Taryn? Taryn? The one that looks like Siri. Yeah, the one yes. that thought she was Siri. Not remember her name. I think Ta- it's Taryn. Taryn. It is Taryn. Okay, I found it. But yeah, like even like how Stregobor has like a history of like messing with young girls and which um, was also fun when I went back and rewatched season one, like directly after season five because oh, it's the yeah. first episode. It's the very mm-hmm. very first episode. So I was like, yep. right. I kind of forgot that this was the thing. Yeah, I I had totally forgotten as well. I. I think in my mind, I must have been like totally written off that bad guy as um, from from episode one as like, no, he's gone. But I it took it with all these like gaps in between seasons. You forget a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but and anyways, so good about making sure everything ties back in. But mm-hmm. you have to either go back and rewatch or have a really good memory to, to keep it all straight. They need a more detailed recap. Like there, they have like a recap that you can watch um, on Netflix, but it's not detailed enough. And like, I need like, I need like a cheat sheet of like, here's all these names and places and here's who's who, <laughs> because I, I'd have to like, almost like pause it and be like, okay, wait, that's the mage that was with this person, but now they're with this person. And like, oh, but we thought she was dead, but now she's, I don't know. It was just, it's a lot. <laughs> especially because this show is so political and there's the kings and the mages and each different thing i love it though it to me it just just sets up the rewatch value because i had meant to get through season one and season two before this one dropped and i didn't get through it and then i wanted to make sure i watched these five episodes before we did this so i was like okay (laughs) i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go straight into it but it, it definitely, I think, lends itself to that rewatch value because I, I also feel like if 
if some of that had been like included in the recap, it would have blown some of the information. Like, hey, remember this? This was important where it was something that you were kind of supposed to have kind of maybe not had as close in your memory. That makes sense. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. They kind of, they want to still keep up the surprise and the Mm -hmm. shock, which they definitely did at the end of episode five when we found out it wasn't Strykabor after all, even though all of the stuff was in his room. Like kind of led towards, yeah. Okay, but did, um, what's his face? Uh, Yennefer's ex-lover mage dude i was trying to come up with his name too let me pull that out did he magic that book into that room no you kind of see the light like he was he's wanting to get it that the book he was i don't know i feel like he might be double crossing because he like walks he walks into uh closet and you do kind of see like light appear and then go away almost as if magic is happening I watched oh. this 45 minutes ago, so it's very fresh in my mind. I'm gonna have to go rewatch it, but I don't <laughs> <Yes>. think <laughs> I don't think he's in on it. I really don't. We'll although he, he's doing- although he, if I think back on just season one, I believe that he did work directly under Vilgeforge. Vil- Vil- Vilgeforge. See, see. Hmm. I forgot that until you said that, but I do believe that he was in close cahoots with him. <laughs> we'll see if he ends up being a goodie or a baddie. On a mm-hmm. side note. The guy who plays Stregobor is named Lars Mikkelsen, and he's the older half-brother of Mads Mikkelsen. I did not know that. Oh. I didn't know it until I looked at the Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Interesting. Yes. That is interesting. I feel like we should have seen Vilgefortz coming a little bit because... I feel like I kind of did, but not really. I want to, like, to not see it. How about that? Well, I really want they kept saying like, oh, I'm starting to like him more than I thought. I would. So like you, they were turning you onto his side. Well, and especially with like Tissaia, like for her, like she is such like a very like by the rules person and she's like kind of cold hearted a little bit in, in, in some ways, like she has a very hard outer shell. Right. But like for her to like, kind of, I feel like she kind of, she let her guard down and, I feel and like to, and to trust somebody like that. <laughs> it's like setting things up. They, she totally set it up. But what, sorry, what did you just say? I feel like that's what kind of made me nervous about him was because she is such a hard outer shell. It's like, you're, you're almost trying too hard to get in with her. Why? Mm-hmm. There's that. And then there's also like, for me, it was kind of like, I still don't know that I trust to say it totally either because right. she wasn't always great either. So there was some, there's just sometimes that he's like, I don't know. You're, are you trying too hard? I really want to like you. I want to believe to say is on Yennefer's side, and I want yeah. to believe to say side. But Let I don't just fully trust you. Yeah, no, I totally see that. I feel like like one of the only mages besides Yennefer that I like the most slash trust the most is is um is it Tess or Triss? What is her name? Triss. 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 Yeah. Triss. I love Triss, and like. Even like I loved seeing more of her in season two as well. I feel I need to go back and rewatch season two because I only watched it once as it was, you know, released a year and a half ago. And I'm like forgetting so much, but I feel I yeah, I just I liked her dynamic and um her addition to the cast as well. So it was fun seeing her again in these few episodes. It, it was, was fun having her have a have a bigger role. So what do we, like, I guess there's so much, like, side stuff, too, going on that, like, I don't know. I feel like it did make things a little, again, like, back to the whole thing with, like, politics and how it's very, like, the mages and and the kings and everything. But, like, I don't know. Some of the time, for me at least, I just felt like it was just kind of confusing. And I'm like, okay, can we get back to Geralt now? Um, even if we just, even if we get a whole episode of just like Geralt and Siri just talking, I would be fine with that. I don't think we're gonna. No, but you know what I mean? Like if we're going to hear anyone just sit and talk, I'd rather like hear some like cool Witcher stuff. Some of the politics are kind of interesting, but like the whole thing with Dijkstra and, uh, what's her name? Um, what is her name? That mage. 
Oh. There's so many names. It's hard to keep track of everybody. I'm like, I can, it's the guy who plays, uh, Philippa. Philippa. It's the guy who plays, uh, or it's Graham McTavish. He's from, uh, Outlander. Outlander. Yep. Yeah. Which is how the episode five ends. Isn't it? Is it him with the knife against Geralt's throat? Yes. So what's going on with that? What do we think that what what do we well, think do is going to happen with that? He's on um, Vilgefort's side, or is it's, he still trying to get Siri? He's still oh, trying. He's just going to be a major coup with the mages. They're not. They're supposed to be coming together for like peace and prosperity, but really, they're just going to uh, overturn like, everything. What three or four different end games? in that party alone like and they all hinge around siri which is concerning. everything hinges on siri no there's a lot they have to wrap up in the next three episodes I don't think they're going to i think then, they, I, don't, I think they're gonna do it on purpose because they want us all to come back for season four that oh my gosh i think you're right they're like we're gonna make you watch that? liam hemsworth if they do that it's gonna be unfortunate because they've done so well so far about the seasons being fairly i like you can't they do have an ending there there obviously is room for the next story but there is a ending mm-hmm. so if they do cliffhanger it's gonna be it's gonna be really unfortunate but it, i mean at the same time they'd be smart if they do because they're not idiots they've seen all the fans everywhere no one's happy no no one's happy with it the, the common theme is sorry this is last season like, yeah right like, yeah no that yeah everybody's treating this like this is the last season of witcher <laughs> even though four is already confirmed yeah. yeah do they have a release date for it probably not okay is my guess but i don't see one on a quick look but that doesn't okay. mean out there i do think it was fun when Siri is kind of out in the town, I think in episode two or three when she isn't supposed to be, but with that one guy. Oh, yeah. Um, in the market. And then, yeah. And then the girl keeps kind of showing up as well and kind of like hangs out with them. Oh, yeah. She pickpocketed her and took all her gold. Yeah. So I guess in the books that is Siri's love interest. Oh, and um, they're doing a Witcher spinoff called The Rats, I think, because she's part and that's she's part of that like pack of people, the rats. So I thought that was kind of a fun little. I would check that out. Also, Robbie Amell was the elf dude. <laughs> I had oh, yeah. a little like, like ass hat elf dude. That was Robbie Amell. <laughs> I just barely realized that by looking at him. As I was watching it, I was like, this guy's familiar. I have yeah. to because I know I know his face. And so, so it was like, I should have known that. Come on. <laughs> well, and like his his voice was actually um Jason commented on it a couple of times while during our watch through, but like his voice was very like low and scraggly. And I'm like, Jason, obviously he's trying to be I Batman, you know, like that <laughs> whole thing. I'm like, that's what he's doing. But it was also like once you heard it, I couldn't unhear it. Yeah. <laughs> so he was, yeah, that was that was a whole interesting thing. And I was actually reading an article earlier today. I couldn't tell you where it was, but because I can't, I read like three of them back to back and I don't remember which one was which, but someone was saying something about how like the elves, like the whole plot that's like side plot that's going on with like the elves and uh Francesca, the like queen of the elves they're like what is even happening here like it just doesn't seem like like this plot particular plot point is like going anywhere i don't know do you guys have any comments on on what's going on with the elves i again series the key to everything it seems like at this point they want her to be their savior and then the people (laughs) the people that aren't mages want her to be the queen so I can see them coming together, which they kind of did in episode four or five, and kind of they're work they're going to start working together. But I don't think that there'll be continual harmony because that's just not how the world of the Witcher works. And it goes back, like I think the elves. I don't. It'll be interesting to see how they pull that out. It goes back to season one. There's there's a whole there's a whole episode where um, Philavandril, um, Geralt saves him. And actually gets him like back to the elves. Like it's 
it's one of the episodes, but that's also, that's a story from the books. So I, I feel like it's one of those things where there's more, it's another one of those calls to the book that are a little, they haven't fully fleshed out what they want to do with it. It's kind of how I feel, but it's part of, it's also part of the, like, the elves are not wanted in this world. <laughs> yeah. So they're kind of being systematically hunted down and erased and the elves are trying to fight back to just live. Right. Right. Um, I mean, that's a big key so, point with Stregobor where he doesn't want the elves. It's, it's like the whole Harry, like mudblood thing in Harry Potter where it's like, you're, you shouldn't be here because you're not pure mage. And even like, yeah, even the people that are half elves. Yeah. Well, because isn't Yennefer half elf? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why he doesn't like her. Well, and, and I, the and, thing of um, the girls going missing that Triss found out we're all half elven. Right. Which is that's why, again... Right. They thought Stregobor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and I guess I shouldn't complain about, I'm, and I'm not even really complaining. I'm just more just kind of interested in these plot points that don't right now seem to be going anywhere. But like, I guess, yeah, in the broad scheme of things, they are, they need to keep kind of like um, check or keep tabs on, on these different plot points. So that way they can build up to future things or some sort of like big collision at the end where well, everybody it's going to come to a head because somewhere yeah, right. so, like we already know that Siri being half elven we know that the other girls going missing that were half elven there's something about being elven right that is they're they're being taken hunted, or hunted. Yeah. yeah targeted so in that we kind of have to know where the elves are and what's going on with the elves yeah it's going to come back into play because well, they kind and, of yeah. and what well, about and we that? don't want to we don't want it to all of a sudden like be like this big climax at the end of the of the season and all of a sudden Francesca and the elves show up and we're like wait what so I guess it makes sense in in the big grand scheme of things but like as it's kind of going along I'll be honest like I've had a hard time getting through some of those scenes and again I'm just like can we just like can we keep things moving along? Can we get back to Geralt and Yennefer and Siri? I like those three. <laughs> it's also one of those things that I feel that we have a hard time because we don't quite know what's going on. Um, like in the end, that last, the last, at least the last thing I can remember of seeing the elves where we see them team up with um, the guy whose name I don't remember. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he was the one that originally was took- going after Siri. Yeah. Um, from back from season one and he's kind of been in and out but um so he goes and teams up with them and he's like yeah my my the ruler that i work for has a mission and he wants us to work together but we already saw him kill robbie amell's elf character so we're like yeah there's something else going on here why are you using the elves what are you using them for what is like we just don't know yet they're just they haven't let, let on enough it's more it's with them it's more of a why and what's still going on rather than an actual like laid out story can we take a moment to be horrified by the flesh monster <laughs> it was terrifying oh, oh my god what did that remind you guys of though with all the like human centipede or are you thinking of last of us part it two? reminded me of the rat king from the last of us that I makes more it. sense that's a better choice it is it's a well combination of the rat king and human centipede <laughs> Oh, it was Kahir. That's, That's his sure. name. Kahir. 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 Yeah. Well, I found this like really long name. It's like he has like it's like Kahir Mar different Apesalak or something yeah, like that. How come you didn't remember that? Uh, I'm I surprised know. you. I should have. You didn't. <laughs> okay. That's actually another note that I thought was interesting. When they cast uh the girl to play Yennefer, Anya. So I guess Yennefer in the books is described as like the most beautiful woman in the world. And so they kind of cast her to challenge like beauty standards. It's what was their words to challenge beauty standards. And I'm like, you need to cast different people because she is gorgeous. Just because she is, a, it was just kind of interesting. I saw an article about that, how uh, they wanted to choose someone with darker complexion and with like uh like bigger features. Like she has like a large note, like, so just, but they still just chose this beautiful woman. So I just thought it was this interesting thing and they need to try it's also TV, if their idea is to challenge beauty standards, beautiful. then to just put a beautiful person up there. 
It's like there's this line in the Barbie movie. This is not a spoiler where Margot Robbie is sad and they're like, and she thinks she doesn't look good. And the narrator comes on and she's like, if you want to prove your point about like not looking good, you need to cast someone who isn't Margot Robbie. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, it's just like, yeah. Yes. Yennefer and Geralt together are very beautiful human beings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Geralt was definitely giving Pedro Pascal energy with his whole daddy vibes with Siri and Kratos daddy vibes, not with Siri, but father to Siri. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. yeah, but also like yeah, like Papa Kratos. Yeah, um, I like that um, a lot. <laughs> that, that makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense, <laughs> especially with all the grunting and the grumpiness. In the grumpiness. It was really cute when they got reunited when Siri ran away from the school. It was tender to see how they came back together when he rescued her from the from the whatever strafe, I think it was. You just brought up something else that I like I just realized something. <laughs> I worry about and they're probably not that much different, but to me, Liam Hemsworth reads much younger. I think so too. And I and that dynamic isn't gonna be the same. No. Oh, come on, Netflix. Uh, it's yeah. They're Maybe. probably really they're probably really not that much different in age, Henry Cavill and Liam Hemsworth, but Liam, I don't know. I just he reads Liam him. Hemsworth is our age, and I think Henry Cavill is uh 40. So like, yeah, they're really not too far apart. Our age, I guess I meant I, 33, and I'll be 33 next month. So, but well, no, I totally it's don't. Al- it's not the same. It won't be the same vibe. It's almost like they should have gotten Chris Hemsworth. I feel like yeah. he would fit in a little better. However, it's it, he's already been so, I mean, he's done uh, obviously other stuff since Thor. He's also, I feel like a little, like, what is the term? Typecast? Is that yeah. the term? Like, yeah. I feel like he's already been kind of typecast it a little bit as Thor and like he's Thor the character's a little bit more especially as they go along he kind of gets a little more like goofy and silly where that is not Witcher at all all. and And so I think you were absolutely right Liam Hemsworth is 33 and Henry Cavill is 40 (laughs) yeah see whoa um also Chris Hemsworth as of right now is done acting he found out that he has the gene for um early also alzheimer's and so oh. he decided to take a step away from acting and like I is enjoying that. his life no good for him so i uh, yeah i who knows if like maybe in the future that changes but as of right now i think he is not accepting any more roles or whatnot well and i guess when you you know you've made quite a bit of money as well with all these major um movies that you could choose to retire at this age <laughs> I saw an article where Chris Pratt was like, I did decided to do Marvel because I didn't want to be a waiter anymore because you make Marvel money and then you do not have to wait tables. I mean, you do. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Liam, I I feel bad because again, I don't dislike Liam Hemsworth. I just dislike a hard time seeing him as Geralt. He needs to, I feel like he needs to like fill out a bit too. Like he's and not, he will. That he's I don't not triangle shaped enough. <laughs> they can do that. They're movie stars. Yeah. And, yeah. And it is a lot like biologically, it is a lot easier for men to like, it's a lot easier for them to like get, mu- like gain muscles, like a lot faster than women can too. Mm-hmm. So he's probably, he's probably already triangle shaped and it's fine. We just haven't seen any photos. Well, one of the last major roles we saw Liam in was uh, Peta. No, he wasn't Peta. No, Gale. The other Gale. One. Gale. And I haven't Gale... been anything since then. I can't. I can't really think of much. Gale was I... like, big, but he wasn't like beefy. So yeah, he definitely will have to change his look for Geralt. Well, but he's the... also older now, and there's a difference between like 21 built and 33 built. It's right. very different. <laughs> that is true. But I still like, I still can't get past, like when I think of Liam Hemsworth, I think of him in the last song Me with too. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> the Nicholas Sparks book or movie that was based off of a yep, Nicholas that's Sparks what I think book. Of too. Yep. 
actually, I actually, I actually liked that. that it's a good movie. movie. Yeah, I liked, and I like, I like him the book to be too. Geralt. I know. It's just so. It's just. Uh, I feel like again, we we're, we've come full circle, but like, I just, I really can't picture it in my mind. So I just need to see it. We need yeah. like a teaser. But I mean, people have made a lot of teasers. No, a be, real one. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how this season finishes based on how much we got in episode five. Like, just to see where this season goes. Yeah. Only three episodes left. Mm -hmm. So how much are they going to fit in in three episodes? How much do we have to wait for the next season and either say no and, or suck it up? <laughs> Which leads us to say that there will probably be a part two where we talk about The Witcher part two. On this podcast is what she means. Yeah, yeah. Here. Here. Now. Well, not now. But eventually. <laughs> because we do want to finish it. And I know. See, and see. And they'll probably be happens. in the next episode where the part two of it, where we talk so much more about how Liam Hemsworth just is <laughs> Geralt. So not our Geralt. <laughs> yeah. Not um, our Geralt. But we would love to hear your opinions and thoughts on our Discord. Discord.agegeek.com. We're pretty cool. We're fun to talk to. We have, like, all geeks are welcome. Like, seriously, we have, like, all sorts of different channels for all sorts of different topics and things that you love and want to geek out about with fellow nerds. Yeah. <laughs> and again, we have so many, we have a bunch of other shows about movies and video games and other cool stuff that we would love for you to check out as well. So... Thank you, Steph, for joining us today, talking yes, about the Witcher and the beautiful blondness that is Henry Cavill's wig and face. It's not blonde, it's white. And body. <laughs> All right, great. that's true. <laughs> that's true. And then uh, we'll be back next week as well for another episode. So we will see you then. Have a good night, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>